Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. This is Action Sports Jacks on ESPN 690 and ESPN690.com. You know, it, it pretty started with conversations in the offseason. You know, uh, you know, how can I get on the field more? Uh, how can I be a better use for the team? Uh, I'll do anything it takes. And then talking about, you know, kind of, you know, what he's doing in his personal life, family, why, you know, the, the maturity, the um, this guy gets it. You know, this guy is, is all, all of a sudden starting to put together a plan for himself of, of how he what he wants to do in the offseason, what he wants to do when he comes back and in, is envisioning himself uh, being successful on the field. That You need that first before you need anything. That is Doug Marone, Jaguars head coach, talking about Josh Allen. A lot of high praise for Josh Allen. He's going to be, that's a, it's not a lot comfortable right now if you're a head coach in sports, if you're a head coach in the NFL, if you're a head coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, you're probably a little antsy. Yeah. Yeah. Not a As lot you can be. rely on. Mm-hmm. Josh Allen, number 41, mm-hmm. something you can rely on. All reliable. Mm-hmm. The old Billy Baru. Seriously, if you're, if you're Marone, right? Mm-hmm. If I, if, if, if he would answer this question seriously, mm-hmm. which he wouldn't, but I mean, I'm just saying, like, I wouldn't even if I was him. Okay. But if I sat there and I said, okay, hey, what do you feel good about on your football team? Yeah. It might start with Josh Allen. Mm-hmm. It would go to Josh Lambeau. Mm-hmm. Are we going to run out of Josh's? <laughs> Josh Scobie's social media prowess. <laughs> you feel good about that all the time? Scobie Twitter. Yeah. Um. So you're saying what else do you feel good about? Yeah, uh, you're Doug Marone right now, and I just asked you this question. Well, and listen. We're having a beverage not in front of uh, a million listeners like okay. we have. Okay. Well, I'll tell you what, Brent. What do I feel good about right now besides the New York Yankees, besides Stanton overtaking Aaron Judge pretty soon in the home run league total? <laughs> it's going to happen. Um, well, I would be remiss if I didn't say Joe Schobert because we spent some money on that kid. Right. Okay. And we're bringing him in uh, to do a job. We're bringing him in to turn this defense around, get people lined up properly, be a leader on the team. So I feel good about that. Therefore, I feel good about our defense this year. That's me being Doug Marone. That's you being Doug Marone in an interview setting. We yeah. are having a drink. Yeah. You're being honest. Yeah. You could be like, what's that BS sign? <laughs> That's what you're supposed to be okay, doing right bad, now. man. Sorry, sorry. You All just right. gave me All the, right. the coach on. speak, on, Doug man. Marone, on a Zoom call. Well, listen, man, I've never interviewed Doug Marone before, so cut me a little slack here, first of all, okay? So let's watch your tone a little Get bit. Get the drop button ready, Coos. All right, so let's We're go back now. Drinks. We're on drink number three. All right, I have to become Doug Marone now. Okay. Man, I don't know, but I'll tell you what, it's Joe Schobert, though. <laughs> this is Joe Schobert, though, man. I, th- I think he might have, I, may, I think we might have some of Joe Schobert, you know? Uh, we spent some money on him, but I, I like this kid. I think he's got something special to offer us here. Gonna get that defense right finally, so I like Joe Schobert. Now, I don't know what kind of defense I'm gonna be running, cause I said a 3-4, and my defensive coordinator said a 4-3, but you know, it is what it is. We're just having drinks. Don't tell anybody that, but I don't know what's going on. 
That's a little better. Okay. <laughs> any, any other questions? Are we good? What else you want to know? Uh, yeah, you don't. <laughs> I mean, the, the role playing of Doug Marone answering questions while having a couple of drinks, hanging out with their friend. Where do you think of this stuff? It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like it. But... That's what I want. Yeah, yeah. But I think, like, Josh Allen, I believe you. For sure. Josh Lambeau, you know what? I feel pretty good about our special teams, quite frankly, yeah. Brent. Yeah. 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 Uh, have, have, hey, Brent, have you mentioned the punting? <laughs> Punting's pretty good. Punting's pretty good. I feel good. good about DJ Chark. He's a nice young player. I don't sure. think that was. Uh, I don't think that was a an outlier last year. Yeah. Uh, I think that's real. I yep. think he he's really a good player. Jawan Taylor, come on. Jawan Taylor, come on with it. Uh, Brandon Linder. Yep. Would he tell me? Doug Marone now we're three beverages in. Three basic beverages, okay. And would he tell me that he feels good about his offensive line, or would he be like, oh, bleep? <laughs> and you know the word he likes to use, by the way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, why you had to ask me that? Um, Listen, man, you, you seen Juwan Taylor, his rookie year? He's looking good, right? I think he's got that mindset. He's that prototypical right tackle I like him. You, you know me. I know offensive linemen, Brent. I've coached him before. So Juwan Taylor, that guy's going to be an animal. He's going to be a stud for years to come. Great dresser, too, by the way. You would never expect it, right? Plays the plays with that chip on his shoulder, but a great dresser. <laughs> crazy shoes. Yes. He's got those Louis Vuitton shoes I see him all the time. <laughs> it's crazy. Doug's going to be about 10 drinks in to start commenting <laughs> about fashion. Okay? All right. My bad. My bad. All right. All right. All right. Let's get back on track. Sorry, be, sorry Doug. I'm, I'm putting be, you on the ball right now. My bad. I'm going to be honest, man. Can't get much worse than last year, can it? Can't, can't get much worse than last <laughs> year, can that's it? What I, that's what I'm talking about. Here's the thing. we, we, we got to clean up some things, and you know what? It starts on me. All right? I'll be honest with you. I'm three drinks deep right now. I'll be honest with you, Brent. I'll be honest right now. It starts with me, right? So I have to do more. I have to get more out of these guys. i got to make sure they're in the right spots. i got to make sure mentally they're ready to go. i got to prepare them right. So I'm going to do that because you know why? It starts with me. I think we have the talent on paper to look good. i got to do a better job. You just can't get away from the coach speak. You don't think he's gonna? Well, what do you want me to say? Hey, well, then if I'm Brent right now and you're Doug Marone, I'd be like, well, hey, coach, aren't you an offensive line coach? Don't you have experience with that? <laughs> so are you? Are you do a better yeah. job? So right. what, what do you want me to tell I mean, you, like, dude? I mean, Doug. Is, I mean, is Josh. I mean, is uh, Andrew Norwell? I mean, is he really any good? Is he good? Yeah. <laughs> Every time I go try to talk to him, he he looks at me like I've said a lot of bad things about him. Oh, for real. <laughs> <laughs> Is he yeah. trying to intimidate me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, hey, you let me know if that happens, bro. I'll come get your back, man. <laughs> We're not going to tolerate this in the locker but room. If I'm, if I'm Doug, seriously, uh, yeah. I asked the question over a couple of drinks in a casual setting <laughs> because I do feel good about Josh Allen. Uh, I feel good about our rookie class. Mm-hmm. I mean, what can I – listen, I've been around the league long enough, and I know you can't count on that. But I like LaVisca Chenault. I like Chason, C.J. Henderson. I like these guys. I really do. I like our class. Like I, yeah. I would, and I would buy that from yeah. them. I buy Josh Allen. Uh, I, I obviously buy special teams. I think he's. I think he actually is. Does like his offensive line? Yeah. I don't know to the extent that we all wish he liked his offensive line, or even he's trying to talk himself into liking his offensive line. Sure, but I sure. do think he likes it. Yeah. And I think he likes DJ Chark. I mean, I, I think those he has stuff to work around. Now, what, the big one I haven't I've avoided this is the Minshew question. Ask me it. Let's go. Ask me the Minshew question. What, what do you got? 
I, I, how confident are you? I mean, uh, is this a roll of the dice? Is this an opportunity of a lifetime? Listen. Is he as good as the numbers were? The moments were? Listen, I'll tell you what, man. Takes a sip. I, I don't know how we got here. Okay, we had Nick Foles. I was a big Nick Foles guy. You know, you, you know, Tom was all about Nick Foles. I mean, Tom talked me into getting him. Tom wanted Nick Foles here. He's here now, okay? And, and you know that, that that other guy that was his name, uh, John Filippo in Chicago. I mean, he was <laughs> he was he, he was jumping on top of tables praising Nick Foles. So I went with it. You know, I mean, I'm more of an offensive line guy, but I, I went with it. We saw what happened, Nick Foles. <sighs> Got hurt right away. You know, offensive line play that falls on me. <laughs> that falls on me. But you know what? We, we lucked into Minshew. I, I, don't, I don't know how he ended up here. I don't know how we drafted him. I don't know why we drafted him. But you know what? We lucked into it. And I'll be honest, Brent, I want to ride this out. Because you know what? We had a lot of things going on this year. I understand that. COVID-19 is crazy. I'm a, I, I can't even coach guys right now. It's absolute chaos. But you know what? You know what one silver lining is right now, Brent? The distractions. Okay? We got rid of that guy in L.A., that Jalen Ramsey character, all right? I would have knocked him out in the sidelines. You saw me in Houston, would have knocked him out, okay? <laughs> he, he was lucky that I didn't lose my temper because I would have knocked him out. Straight one, two, right to the beak. A three-piece and some soda, would have knocked him out. <laughs> right to so, the beak. So he's, so he's gone. Obviously, Yannick Ngakwe right now. You know, me, me and Yann are cool. We're okay. But, like, he's kind of doing his own thing right now. So as far as distractions are concerned, we don't have a lot of them, all right? The only distraction we have right now is how good is Gardner Minshew going to be? And you know what? I'm gonna I'm like you. I want to sit back and I want to find out. I'm, I'm handing off to Jay Gruden, let him handle that stuff. But I'm gonna sit back with my popcorn here, my little basic beverage, and I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna check Gardner Minshew out and see what he's got. I think you know what's funny. I, you as you say that, I think you were right on with with Marone there. Mm-hmm. Listen, Marone. <laughs> the reason I brought this up is Marone, no in the right mind. As a coach, would come and be like, yeah, I really don't like this guy. <laughs> yeah, you know, sure. I mean, it just wouldn't happen. Let's be real about it. Yeah. Real talk. Uh, and <laughs> it, it just wouldn't happen. Yeah. But I actually believe what you just kind of said is, I bet that's how Marone, I said earlier in the show, Marone's kind of a fan. Yeah. He's a sports fan. He's a Yankees fan, unfortunately, but he's a sports fan. <laughs> and I think the sports fan in Marone, mm-hmm. the kind of, the Bronx in Marone, mm-hmm. the, the, Nobody really comes out of this neighborhood that I grew up in, sure. and and here I am. Mm-hmm. That part of Marone, yeah. I think he he he'll go ride with Minshew now. Yeah, I think that I think that's real. Yeah, I think if you're but again, I'm not pretending to know Doug Marone like any more than anybody else knows Doug Marone. I just think the we've all the, what I do know about him, what I think about him. I think he would be the guy like if you go to a pickup game. He'd say, I want Minshew on my team. Listen, That's here's, what I'm the, talking here's about. the thing, and we've talked about this off the air before, about kind of like that East Coast style of, of coaching, right? Yeah. Whether you're from New York, Connecticut, like the, the upper, like the, the Northeastern coaches, there's just, there's something different about him. Like if you hear him yell at practice, if you hear him give press conference sound bites, you know where they're from. Like they just stand out that much. And with my experience, whether it was in college or the pros, about these northeast type of personalities, these coaches, is the fact they're really big on pride, loyalty, and they're really big on if you've earned your shot, go take it. Gardner Minshew, in my opinion, has earned his shot, right? He's definitely earned his ability to be the starting quarterback going forward. So now it's about seeing if he is indeed the guy. But I think Doug Marone is cheering him on, obviously, because Minshew has earned it. Yeah, it's a good call. Yeah. Hey, uh, Yannick Ngakwe, you brought his name up. Yeah. Did th- Today's opt-out, 
did that signify anything in Ngakwe, do you think? I mean, did you ever think for one second, uh, hey, he's an opt-out candidate? Yeah, I, I don't think so, no. Because I think if you opt out, you just further delay the process of you trying to get out of here. Yeah, and I get that question a lot. And, and here's the deal. If he opted out, this tag that's over his head right now that he's yet to sign and the only player not to sign a franchise tag yeah. would just roll into 2021. Correct. So we just so it's it doesn't make a lot of sense unless he's really like I don't want to play. Yeah. But it doesn't make a lot of sense to opt out, right? Heck, he might be opting out anyway. Yeah. He just won't get the stipend. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. What's I mean, three hundred thousand dollars? It can go a long way for sure. But yeah, he's oh no, he'd probably get one fifty, right? How does that work uh, for I, him? I forget the, Whatever. I, yeah. I would think he might be more the three fifty, but but I don't know. Well, regardless, um, yeah. So so the opt out really doesn't do much mm-hmm. for Jan. Is Jan like a story anymore? Like, is there any intrigue? I mean, when's the intrigue come back to play with Jan? Listen, I think the intrigue comes back, you know, a few days before the first game of the season. Uh, I really do. Because, I mean, what, what much is there to say? And I'm, I'm really curious of how this is going to play out in the national media, right? Because we saw it with Melvin Gordon last year. Now, keep in mind, Melvin Gordon's a, a household name. But you saw Melvin Gordon, like, well, another week. Melvin Gordon doesn't report to camp, wants a new contract. Well, another week. Melvin Gordon's not here. And then finally, Melvin Gordon showed up during the season. I wonder how it's going to be perceived on the national media on the Jaguars basis. Like, will Yannick Ngakwe kind of get that little segment in Center every single day on NFL Network where it's like, yep, Yannick Ngakwe hasn't showed up yet? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see I what mean, the storylines are. See the storyline. Yeah, exactly. Depending what the storylines yeah. look like. Yeah. Uh, Mike says this: If you're tagged anyways, why not take that 19 million guaranteed for one year, opt out, and keep working for a trade? Even if he has to repay the money, which I don't think he does, and it's like they lent you 19 million interest free, which you're going to make somewhere in 2021. But see, that's, well, not, that's how not how it works. How it works. Mike. Yeah. Uh, well, it, it doesn't necessarily not work that way. He doesn't get the 19 million though. He get the 19 out. million. Until you, well, yes, it doesn't. Yes, yeah, right on the money. Yeah. So if he if he signs the tag, and he's getting the nineteen million, okay. which is really seventeen point eight, but I understand what you're saying. Yeah, and he opts out. Well, the seventeen point eight freezes. He gets the three hundred fifty thousand dollars stipend, and then he does have to pay that back mm-hmm. when he comes back. But when he comes back in twenty March of twenty twenty one, let's just say things are normal. Well, the Jags have him tagged. Yeah, for the season. Correct. Well, then you could work out the trade, but he still then he gets his money going forward in 2021. Yeah, not it here def- it is up front. Defeats so the whole purpose. It's a fair question. It's just it's that's not how it works. Yeah. It, the bank account doesn't get filled up for interest free 19 million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, but 19. Listen, you can. Here's the deal. You give me 19 million yeah. for the next year. And I'll give you the nineteen million back next year. I like the idea of it. Sure, sure. If you let me keep the interest on nineteen million. <laughs> oh, in a perfect world, why, why not? I would you sign know? up for that. Yeah. Like, listen, I'm talking interest. Sometimes when I'm in the stock market, a thousand bucks, and you know, like you put a thousand bucks here or there. That interest. We're talking nineteen million dollars of interest. Yes, please. Let me do that real quick, okay? I'm gonna go to my calculator. That's cool, man. I'll just be chilling here watching this Bucks game. Down by twenty right now. By the way, the Miami Heat down by twenty. I'm going to cry. I, I don't know how to get to the calculator of 19 million. <laughs> I'll figure it out. Though. All right. Compound interest calculator. That'd be good, right? Is that a, yeah, you're now you're hurting my head. I got this app that does all this stuff. 
And uh, okay, so nineteen million. Okay. Twelve months. What would you say that would grow at? Five percent, four percent, on a very conservative level. Let's, let's go, go five. Let's go five percent. Five percent of nineteen million. Nineteen million. Here it is. You don't have to do it. I'm going to do it for you. Uh, hey, wasn't going to do it. So give me nineteen million. Yep. For a year. Correct. I'll pay it back. Okay. Next August. Yep. At five percent. Yes. I'm going to put it in some bond. Sure. And I got nine hundred and seventy-two thousand dollars. Thank you very much. Dang. Mike, your your idea is correct, and I think Jan would do that. If he could, but he can't. He can't do it. Because you're not getting the $19 million. You should have been a financial investor, man. Me? Yeah. Why, because I can punch numbers into a calculator? Well, you thought of the idea, though, of the interest. Yeah. I didn't think of that. I don't know. I think a lot of people thought of that. It's, trying, if, I don't know. <laughs> by the way, if I get paid, this Joe Burrow said this. Mm-hmm. He said he was going to, all the money he got, right? Like his contract's guaranteed, and I forget how much it's worth. Uh, in the 30s, maybe it is? I think it is. I imagine. I'm pretty sure it's in the 30s. Uh, say 35 million. He says now. Do you believe Joe Burrow? He says <laughs> he's putting all that away because mm. it's guaranteed. He's going to get 35 million, mm-hmm. and he's going to live off his endorsement money. That's what Gronk did. Gronk did do it. Gronk said that he's lived off his signing bonus and his endorsement money, and has doesn't touched any of his NFL like careers money. That A he's, great that he's plan. Great plan. Hard to do. But I want that. I was gonna say Lamborghini, but you can't. You know, Lamborghinis aren't cool anymore. I found that out a couple years ago. Welcome to the club. Yeah, they're not. Uh, Did you see the Lamborghini though? That like it's not even street safe. It goes so fast. No, because they're not cool. Why would I see it, Brent? I'm sorry, man. <laughs> um, How could you not dip into that? If I got 35 million sitting in the bank, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, but I want to buy this. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll just borrow it. See, there's a – no, I hear you. But there's a thing, though, Brent, where it's like – and I can kind of see where Gronk and Burrow are coming from. Like, the money that you can make in doing endorsements off your signing bonus, dude, that's just gravy. Like, that's just – that's that's what we call a fugazi. You know what a fugazi is? Look it up. Look yeah. it up. It's a real I'm word. I'm thinking that's like make it rain kind of money. Kind of, yeah. But, <laughs> but it's just like it's it's extra. It's a little extra off the top. It's the cream. You know what I'm saying? So like it to me, it's not it's nothing. Like you're getting paid whatever, so, so much money by Gillette if you're Rob Gronkowski to what? Just be you. So yeah. like that's extra money. But like to me, the money that you make on the field, well, that, that's where the blood, sweat, and tears comes in, right? Like that's where you sacrifice your health. You sacrifice your livelihood. You maybe take, you know, numbers off the clock in your later years to get this money. So to me, if you put that money away and you save it and, and whatever the plan is for that, okay, so be it. But you just use the money off the top. Use, use, you like use that cream. Like to me as a football player or as a professional athlete, like that, that means something. Like it, it means something that you can put all that money away that you've, that you've busted your, you know, your, you know what for. And you can put it all away and not have to worry about it because you can rely on the advertisement, the signing bonus. Like to me, that that, that says something. No, yeah. that's everybody, but it says something to me. I just say it'd be great discipline to not dip into that, whether For it's sure. from an investment standpoint, whether it's because I want this great house in L.A. Yeah, or yeah. this whatever, yeah. this super vacation, this yacht, uh, whatever it might be. Mm-hmm. But again, I mean, keep in mind, every time these guys do endorsements, probably like six figures at least sure. uh, that they're doing endorsements. Yep. Uh, that's how big their name is. So. Uh, 
not like me. Uh, <laughs> or this guy. Let's bring in Action Sports Jack's Marcel Robinson right now. He's at the uh, Baker Sports Media Day all day today. Yeoman's work, putting in the work. How was it over there at the uh, YMCA in Riverside? Yeah, it was It was great. It was a little disheartening, and it started to trend down until you brought me that complimentary Rice Krispie treat and the smoothie, and then the day was uh, all up from there. So, <laughs> Man, what a guy, well. huh? I came up big with the Rice Krispie treat and smoothie mix. <laughs> it, like it, it was big, because I'm, I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of talking, mouth getting kind of dry, and I, I could feel the... Uh, the hanger started to set in. <laughs> I see you, Brian. Good uh, hey, stuff, man. What's, uh, give me us a feel. They, Baker Sports Media Day, uh, it's an annual thing, and this year it was like, okay, they're going to do it. We're going to be able to do it. It's going to be a little different. Social distancing, two players and a coach try to be strict on that, uh, spread out. in the. In, so the setup was the way you would expect it, masks and a lot, temperature checks to get in. Uh, so did a good job in that from everything I could see when I was over there for just a short time. Marcel was there all day long. Give us the, the real temperature on if they think they're going to play football in the high school ranks this year, Marcel. What were the kids and the coaches saying? I would say from the kids' standpoint, it's overall optimistic. Um, I definitely think that most of the kids have a, a very good sense of sort of what's going on, and they all think at some point they're going to play. Some kids um, are, are maybe – not as optimistic as others. Some of the kids actually kind of surprised me, and they said that this is sort of a good thing. Some of those programs that are sort of trying to get themselves back off, you know, off their backs, really, like the Jackson Tigers, one of their guys said that this is a good time for them to really you know, get more preparation as opposed to the season ramping up pretty soon. Talking to some of the coaches, I feel like the majority of them are sort of kind of standing pat. They don't want to get too high or too low in terms of what's going to happen as far as where they're going to be playing. But overwhelmingly, I would say that most people in the building assume that they're going to play at some point. They just don't know when. Yeah, uh, Marcel Robinson with us, Baker Sports Media Day today for the high school football folks. And here's the deal. You can't start practice practice until August 24th. School starts August 31st uh, in St. John's County and in other spots. It's, I think, what, 20th in Duval, right? So in a couple of Thursdays. Um, so there's some different calendars, if you will. But across the state, they've determined August 24th as the startup date. So if you go off that, which was their latest recommendation from the FHSAA uh, and their board, well, that means we'd really be playing games September 11th, the weekend of September 11th. That would be week three normally of the season. So the way I understand it, Marcel, and, and let me know if you got anything different, but week three to week 11 will essentially be played. And there's some talk that everybody will make the postseason if they want to be in postseason play. And even if you did not get into or if you did not continue on in the postseason or did not opt into the postseason, uh, you could then make up the games from week number one and two or any others that you might miss after the fact all the way up through mid-December when the state championships would be played. I think that's the most viable option now, even though we've seen some rumors around the state that, that some people like the November push the whole season back to November 30th idea or November whatever idea. Uh, I think we're going to get that week three to week 11. Um, you can make up games after that if you wish. But I think that's the way this season's going to unfold. It looks like September 11th, that Friday night, will be week number one, essentially, uh, of high school football. Is that what you kind of gather? Yeah, I would say that that probably seems like the most viable option. I will say it's kind of one of those things where we're sort of at the mercy of the the committee that 
apparently just have issues as far as nailing something down. Uh, just co- sort of talking about all those different scenarios with a lot of the coaches today. Um, they've kind of kept the kids sort of not necessarily in the dark, but not really going into details, but some of the coaches are aware of things like that. Um, and it seems that the, that most of them are sort of on board with that particular scenario. But, of course, the more this thing gets pushed back, like anything later than that could could definitely bring some, some issues. I mean, even some coaches were saying that, you know, it, depending on how this works, they may, you know, some of the smaller schools may opt just not to play at all just because of how, you know, how how this football season works in terms of pushing this back. Of course, as you move this, it bleeds into everything else and just sort of becomes just a, a large cluster and logistical nightmare for a lot of these smaller schools. Marcel Robinson with us, uh, Action Sports Shacks on ESPN 690, Baker Sports High School Media Day, High School Football Media Day today over in Riverside at the YMCA. And uh, let's just wrap up with this. Mike Maslinski from uh, uh, Bishop Kenny, big commitment today. Uh, Tom Maslinski, of course, uh, Jags uh, strength and conditioning coordinator, uh, used to play for the Jags. And uh, his son commits to Texas, so a big commitment uh, as an offensive lineman. Very talented, athletic family. Uh, his uh, older son played in college. Uh, Tom's did. His daughter Emily, uh, that I know, she was very a track standout at JU. Uh, now works down there at the Jags. Um, and heck, I might be missing some, but I know that sure. much. So that was a big commitment. What's the big storylines positioning-wise? You caught up with Walt Simmons, and you'll have that interview on Action Sports Shack's primetime this weekend. He was maybe the most highly sought-after QB of the class, and he is committed to East Carolina. What else are you keeping an eye on high school football-wise? Um, I, I tell you one thing. It's funny, that, that particular topic, we had some of our other commits that were there. Uh, Pat Bryan, of course, going to Illinois. Uh, Nick Mitchell from Mandarin, he committed to Temple not long ago. Um, and, and one interesting thing about Nick Mitchell that what he told me in, in terms of his commitment, and it's sort of an issue that a lot of kids are running into, just not being able to visit schools because of you know the, the social distancing and the, and the pandemic. A lot of kids aren't getting a chance to visit schools, and schools aren't getting a chance to really see them. So the longer this sort of draws out, uh, some of these kids are going to be impacted in terms of how many offers, if they get offers, whether they can make commitments. But uh, Nick Mitchell, he actually made a blind commitment to Temple, said he's never been. He's only spoken to, to them, you know, on the phone and everything like that. Uh, so I, I feel like talking with him about that and some of the other coaches, it seems like that's going to be potentially a trend just because huh. of the lack of being able to travel. How about that? Uh, hey, blind dates sometimes end up in marriage. <laughs> <laughs> or male order brides, yeah. <laughs> or death. That's the same thing. What? Don't, don't act. Okay, whatever, man. True. Yeah, I can call more. Very good. <laughs> Marcel Robinson will leave you on that note. <laughs> Thanks for jumping in on Baker Sports High School Media Day. I've uh, been there since 8 in the morning, and uh, we'll see some of it tonight on TV on CBS 47 and Fox 30. And, and don't miss on Action Sports Shacks primetime this weekend, 1030, Fox 30, 1130 on CBS 47. Marcel will have a sit-down interview uh, with Walt Simmons, who just committed to East Carolina. He plays at Oakleaf High School. Thanks, Marcel. Appreciate it, man. Hope you enjoyed that smoothie uh, Rice Krispie Treat combo. For sure. I, I told Kuz this, but I have one, one issue that I need to air out uh, publicly. Yesterday, you guys were mentioning on the show when uh, Damian Lillard, who, yes, is one of the more underrated point guards, if not players in the entire NBA, his game-winning shot to eliminate the Thunder in the playoffs um, that you brought up 
that was a, that was a little disheartening for me, and I would appreciate it if you guys never brought up those moments ever again. Hey, th- thank you. That was Brett, not me, Marcel. That was Brett Martino. I Brent just uh, state the facts, but you can Twitter. jump in on the NBA talk anytime. Uh, you have the number. Brent, Brent, do you remember where you were when that shot went down? I don't. You don't because you were actually sleeping. We were at the Masters in Augusta. You were asleep in uh, your side of the room, and I was hanging off the edge of the bed when when Damien hit the shot, and you woke up to see my disheartened, depressed face and just laughed at me. I think that was a tough next day, actually, now that that you say that. I remember. (laughs) Until until we got to eat at Augusta. In that, inside that five-star media room. That was pretty good. That's okay. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Better than the smoothie and the Rice Krispie treat. Thanks, Marcel. See ya. All right. Uh, we'll wrap it up here, here on a Thursday edition PGA Championship update, including a local guy near the top of the leaderboard and probably not one you'd expect. It's on the way on ESPN 690. You know, once I saw the protocols and what's in place here at the facilities and testing on Friday, it shouldn't be playing against anybody that's sick on Sunday. I mean, there might be a rare occurrence. So I feel very comfortable that they won't get sick in the football atmosphere. If they're going to get sick, it's going to be outside the building. And we talked long and hard uh, about that in our first meeting. I wasn't happy the first day of staying far apart on the field. We were too, still closer, too close together, talking to each other, coaching, coaching guys, and they were too close together. You know, and uh, so we're learning every day. Uh, to to make that commitment even better every day to uh, to adjust to this this lifestyle now. That's Bruce Arians, uh, head coach of the Tampa Bay Bucks and one of the favorites in 2020, talking about COVID-19. Uh, speaking of Bucks, what's up with the Bucks? Relax. What's up with your Bucks? Relax. I don't talk about it right now. I'm, I'm watching it currently. Down by a dozen in the third to Miami. Listen. 73 Coach points leader, in the, the first half? Coach leader, by the way. Yeah, I, I mean, what do you want me to tell you, man? I'm nervous now, okay? I, I sat here and talked about how their defensive efficiency is the best in the NBA, and now we're dropping 70 at halftime to the Miami Heat. At least my team's stinking is because one of my best players is hurt now. But it's the 76ers, though. Like, we figured that was going to happen eventually anyways. Not somebody getting hurt, obviously, but stinking. But them stinking, This yeah. is the Milwaukee Bucks. Well... This is the best team in basketball, supposedly, with the best record. They were the best team in basketball before the break. I know. Listen, I'm stressed city right now, okay? I'm 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 on tilt. I'm on edge. 20 minutes, well, probably about 15 minutes left to go on the show. Let's try to get through it as fast as possible and go from there. Did you see Jalen Ramsey earlier this week? No, I didn't, but you talked about him. I can't wait to get into this. Hard knocks. Coming to HBO pretty soon. Check it starts local Tuesday listings. night, I think, right? Does it? Okay. I'm there. Two days ago, Jalen says, laugh out loud, I love the Rams PR and media that cover the team. There it is. They pushed me today for an answer about my contract, laughing emojis. The only answer I genuinely have is that I don't know in capital letters. I can say that I have the best agent in the game. also say that God's timing is the best. What's interesting, sure. it, was, yeah, it wasn't that bad. Yeah. But it's interesting, Rams PR... Which is really is like he's basically calling out like the people that help him with the media. It should have been, should have been the Rams media instead of the Rams PR, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, I think, yeah. I think so. It's it's not an in-house situation, I don't think. Yeah. And then he retweets himself after that, of course, and it says, "I'm living my life and I love it. God is great and has me exactly where I need to be in life right now. His plan greater than my plan. Control what you can control." 
So obviously some frustration about uh, answering the contract questions. Sure. Which, by the way, I, mean, I don't know how many times he's been asked. I mean, how many times has he met the media? How many times is he being asked about it? But they're warranted questions. I mean, they're warranted for him and the front office. It's like, when are you going to get it done? You you gave up two first round picks and a fourth. Give a lot up. Where's where's the brink struck? <laughs> for sure. I mean, for sure. And, and by the way, fairness, fair questions because this is the part of it for Ramsey. Yeah. That he doesn't want to deal with, mm-hmm. but he brought upon himself. Yep. He brought the Brinks truck into play. Yeah. And then he also brought I want out of Jacksonville into play. Mm-hmm. And that appears to be more whether it's the whole situation, it still goes back to unhappy about contract and not getting paid yet and other people getting paid before him and all those things. So here we are, young players, be aware that if you do that like last year. Yeah. You kind of bring that narrative with you wherever you go. Mm-hmm. And so, therefore, those questions are going to be asked. I mean, hey, Brinks truck or no Brinks truck? Well, Which, by the, the way, I would have bet because he didn't show up in a Brinks truck. Well, no, here's the thing. So I'm going back to the archives, and I'm glad you brought this up. Going back to the archives, and we, we actually had a bet. We did. And here was the bet. This this was, this was one of those two-toll wagers you've been hearing about. Two-toll wagers. Does Jalen Ramsey show up in an elaborate way for training camp? Brent Martino said no. I said yes. Now, I mean, the COVID-19 stuff, you know, I mean, whatever. But do Did you th- take this one off the board because of COVID-19? I mean, well, is it officially even training camp yet? Well, he would have showed, though. I mean, he's not going to well, show up again. But he's going to come to the stadium every single day, right? Like, he's going to go home. So I'm not ready to take it off the, the, the book just yet. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait till Hard Knock shows up. Maybe we'll, well see something. You, you know, know what? Maybe. You know? That's a good point. Maybe a little incentive there. I'll, okay. give you, I'll give you that if we see something on Hard okay, Knocks. Okay, good. And if not, then I lost that bet. But in a rival mode. Two-toe wager. We'll see you later. But come on. I mean, I mean Jalen didn't really say that much right there. But mm-hmm. at the same time, get ready to answer the questions, dude. I mean, oh, you, you brought it up. It. But again, yeah. you showed up in a Brinks truck and then a month later asked out of town. Yeah. And got out of town. And by the way, they gave up two first rounders and a fourth for you. So the question's warranted. Not only to you, but also to the front office. When's it going to happen? Listen, don't get mad when you go to the beach and you get sand in your shoes. And don't be mad that if you have this, you know, this higher than life personality and you're outspoken and then you get asked questions about it. All right. Can't have it both ways. Yeah. And, and you can't. Well, you can. But it just comes off like I don't think it comes off great for him when it's like. I'm tired of answering and I'm done well, talking. No, but, no, but that's no, the way with Jalen is, too. No, that's my point, though. That's why you can't have it both ways. Like, you, you can't be the talk of the town but not answer the questions. Yeah. Like, it doesn't work that way. But as we found out in Jacksonville, Jalen, uh, which I kind of like this part of him at times, is very moody. <laughs> like when when you want to talk, for, and when he wanted to talk, it was great. When yeah. he didn't want to talk, like, I still thought it was kind of great because it was entertaining, yeah. but he just didn't want to talk. See, and he's like, why do I have to do this? Well, because, well... You have to do this. <laughs> Listen, this is why I'm more glad that I'm on the radio. And, like, yeah, I'll do interviews here and there and stuff. Like, as far as, like, the post-game interviews and on the TV side of things, I'm kind of glad I'm not in that world entirely because, like, if I had to deal with a Moody player like that, I'd, I'll be honest with you, I don't know how I would act. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, like, yeah, listen, you come from I, a whole different... Well, view on that. But. I do, but I've also listen. I've been in locker rooms, and, and, and I've, I've been told how it's supposed to go. I've I've seen how it's supposed to go. I've been educated on how it's supposed to go. So I'm just saying, if someone would pull that stuff, I, I don't know what I would do. I'll be honest with you. 
Yeah, well, listen, I, I do just, think there are some some teammates that kind of roll their eyes at it, too. Yeah. Some, at times you think it's funny and hilarious, and sometimes you take the side. I think you want to lean toward the side of the player, but I do think there's times like Jalen. Come on, dude. I mean, yeah. you've made – like, there were times in that locker room that I do think guys were like, I mean, you made your bet on these things. I mean, you know, yeah, you yeah. kind of built this brand around what you sometimes say, and now you don't want to – I'm sure they saw that as teammates, too, is my point. Well, and listen, Good it, or bad. Well, and it's one thing if you have a vendetta against somebody in the media because maybe they said something that they shouldn't have that said. That happens. I understand that. that like happens, you block somebody? Yeah. Uh, yes. I understand well, you've that. You've been there. You, you know what I'm talking about. I can understand but listen, that. that happens in all professional sports. <laughs> and you know what? To, a, to an extent, I, I, can, I can see that side for the most part. But what I can't co-sign on and what I can't come with you on is when – you get asked the questions that you literally instigate. Like, it's because the way you're acting, you're getting these questions. If you don't have the questions, then don't act that way. Simple as that. So you can't get asked the questions that you've instigated and then be mad about getting those questions asked. That's not how it works. Simple as that. Yeah. Uh, hey, want to hear a couple of cool stories in, in sports? This is why sports yep. are, are cool. Uh, you know, with them. We, uh, we have, I think, two great instances uh, of the le- this week. Eddie Alvarez. A name that people probably wouldn't know. Yeah. Actually played here in Jacksonville oh, uh, thought, for the Jumbo Shrimp. I thought you meant Eddie Alvarez, the MMA fighter. There's an MMA fighter. Oh, here. Really? Eddie no. Alvarez, too. Okay, Not never mind. that, too. So I just perked up all of a sudden. Okay, never mind. Okay. But, but this is fantastic. I've never heard of the – like, you've heard of guys like you, okay, NFL, MMA. Yeah. Uh, you've heard of tight ends uh, being basketball players. Yeah. This guy is a second baseman, made his MLB debut oh. last night for the Miami Marlins, who, by the way, are 5-1. and one. <laughs> And he was an Olympic speed skater. Yeah, can you... Silver medalist in the 5,000 meter. Can we get meter. some background to this, please? I saw this, but I didn't read the article. What's... What? How does that work? 2014 Sochi Olympics, 5,000 meter short track relay team, yeah. silver medal in the winter games. Could probably steal a base or two. He played baseball at Salt Lake Community College in Utah, spent six seasons in the minors, including some time here in Jacksonville. Yeah. And uh, now he just made his Major League Baseball debut for the Miami Marlins. No big deal. How cool is that? It's unreal, man. Unreal. Got to be one of the most unique doubles I've seen. I mean, could you... speed skating to baseball. Could you pick any, like, any more, like, two obscure things going together? You know, was it – did one of the big – like, did a Herschel Walker or somebody like that ever try speed skating? Herschel Walker? I don't or, think or any so. of those kind of guys? I, I feel like there was a big-time athlete that might have, like, tried it or maybe – maybe not. Maybe not. Ooh, I mean, I think maybe Lolo we, maybe Jones did bobsledding. I don't know. I mean, it's yeah, not even in the same realm of Herschel of. Walker. I, I don't know why yeah. that just <laughs> crossed my mind. Maybe we just kind of – maybe it was like the whole bow nose type of stuff. Did Herschel Walker do bobsledding? Herschel Walker did bobsledding, I think. Got you, man. That's I got you there. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, he did. Bobsledding. Yeah, 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 yeah. But when you look at the legs of Bo Jackson and Herschel Walker, my thought is you could do speed skating. Yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah. Because you ever see those guys? Oh yeah, I mean, got tree trunks as legs. I, I had friends growing up who speed skate. It's funny because so when I played hockey, the practice before our hockey practice was with speed skating practice. So it was speed skating to hockey. So I had some friends that did speed skating, dude. Yeah, you want to talk about just tree trunks? You, you want to talk about just like. LaVisca Chenault and then some best speed skaters, man, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, okay, other cool story. Yep. By the way, Buck's only down by nine now, so relax, everybody. Oh. 
That's a cool story. All right. Uh, that's not. They're coming back. They're the one on my nine. Yeah, relax. All right. Another cool story. Carson Pickett. Remember that name? Yep. Soccer player from St. John's Country Day mm-hmm. here out of Jacksonville or the Jacksonville area, really out in Orange Park. She's teamed up. And she, by the way, joined us on the show. Remember last year that that photo that went viral? Oh yeah, she is playing for the Pride in Orlando. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And she uh, is. There's a picture of her, and I think it's like a two year old fan who also had one arm. And uh, there's this great picture. Yeah, Yeah, I remember that. Great picture went went viral. We had her on the show. We did. Uh, By the way, maybe one of the, the. like our top three interviews of all times in terms of views. In terms of influence. Yeah. yeah you're not lying. Absolutely. Yep, for sure. Uh, big big uh, inspirational player yeah. and really good soccer player. Mm-hmm. I tweeted the other day. I said, I think she's one of the coolest stories to come out of Jack, this area. Yeah. Like I've been around 12 years. I'm sure there are a lot of – you could put a lot of people on that list, a lot of things on that list. But Carson Pickett probably comes with a lot less fanfare in terms of coming out of school, you know, yeah. highlights on TV, articles, written, all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk on the radio, but I think she really is one of the neat neat uh, athletes that have come out of uh, the Jacksonville area. And her and Nike are now teaming up to make a special cleat. Huh. So it's oh, easier like accessible. System. How cool is that? Yeah, it's very hard to describe. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, you got to go see it, but go check it out. Go check out the article. Cool. Uh, and again, she's born without her left forearm, and they've combined to make a cleat that That's is awesome. easier to put on. Sure. And uh again just kind of changing the game, changing changing well, the world a little bit uh at a time. Carson Pickett I think is one of the neat stories yeah. uh, to come out of there. So I wanted to share some of those cool stories here this week. That, that that's that's great, man. And listen, like and you take that for granted too, right? Like, listen, we put on our shoes every single day. We tie them up. Well, I don't tie them because I wear slip-ons every single day. But you know, you tie your shoes. But like, obviously, uh, you know, a high-caliber professional athlete like Carson Pickett, who can't even essentially probably tie her shoes properly. So that's really cool of Nike to do that. I'm looking forward to seeing what that's going to look like. Yeah, it'll be. Uh, it, well, you, sh- you can check it can out. Check it out. They show the the cleat and the, how it works and. I don't know in terms of production-wise if it's already out there, but yeah. uh, they're certainly working on it, and uh, hats off to Nike, too, uh, for doing that. But pretty cool. A couple good stories uh, with a little bit of Jacksonville ties. Cool story today at the PGA Championship. Bud Cauley, Jacksonville guy, won back at the PGA Championship after round number one. Bud out of nowhere to put on a pretty good show out there at TPC Harding Park in San Francisco. Tiger Woods, three shots back, 268. He really hit it all over the place off the tee and still managed a 68. There's some good scoring out there, but a heck of a first round, I would say, for Tiger Woods. And uh, Brooks Koepka gives one back. It's a crowded leaderboard, a lot of pretty good scoring. The conditions were good, uh, despite some thick rough out there at TPC Harding Park. Uh, more of round one still underway. You can watch some evening golf tonight because of the time change and uh, the event being out in California. And then round two goes tomorrow. Hey, that'll do it on a Thursday. We'll see you on TV tonight, CBS 47 and Fox 30. Back at it tomorrow afternoon at 3 p.m. on ESPN 690. Thanks for hanging out with us. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. 
Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial, LLC, member SIPC.